Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, what's going on, everybody? You are now tuned in to the Paging Dr. Shonda podcast, where we talk about all things related to mental wellness, faith, and the culture. I am your host, Dr. Shonda, and I'm so grateful to have you here with me today as we're going to be discussing some things that have recently transpired in the news. But before we get to that, I want to check in on you. Do me a favor and let me know how you're feeling. Currently, how are you feeling in terms of your emotions? What are you emotionally experiencing at this time? You can write it in the comment section if you're watching the video version of this podcast, or you can rate the podcast and then write it in that section as well uh, if you feel comfortable. But I really want to check in on you because I know we had a really tough uh, week or so, and I just want to make sure that you're okay. And if you're not, that's okay too, uh, because it's definitely okay not to be okay. Um, but again, I, I just want to welcome you, and I want to let you know that this podcast is the place where you need to be, especially if you're feeling difficult emotions, especially as it relates to some of the things that have transpired over the past few weeks. Before we get into today's topic, I want to remind you that every single Wednesday, or at least most Wednesdays, I try y'all, but my schedule has been very hectic. Uh, on Wednesdays, we have the episode of the Paging Dr. Shonda podcast out on all audio platforms. So that includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, um, and everywhere else you can listen to audio versions of podcasts. On Thursdays at 9 p.m., the video version of the podcast will be uploaded. So that will be included on YouTube as well as uh, Facebook and other video platforms. If you're signed up to my email subscription, you'll also receive an email when we go live and we um, we have live uh, showings of the podcast. And it's really cool when you guys text me and let me know what you think about the podcast, because I love reading your text messages and I love responding back to them. So please make sure that you continue to do that. In addition, if you want to continue to get updates regarding the podcast, updates regarding things that I'm doing, I want you right now to pull out your phone and text podcast to 21000. That's podcast to 21000. Because that is how we stay connected with one another. Again, I have some really exciting things that's coming up in the next few months, and I want you to be a part of it. So let's continue to stay connected. As we move into updates, so I told y'all during the previous episode, it is homecoming season, and so you're catching me a few weeks after attending my HBCU's homecoming. If you follow me on any social media platforms, and you probably saw that I had a really good time uh, just meeting up with so many friends from campus. I cannot believe it's been 10 years since I graduated, 10 years since graduated from Delaware State University and it, it still feels like home. To this day, it still feels like home. Immediately stepping foot on campus, I felt like a teenager again. I felt like uh, a young adult uh, still, you know, trying to figure out what I was going to do with my career and stuff. And I just reminisced but walking by the old psychology building where I had my first classes in psychology. And it just was so rewarding to say, wow, like, look at me now. Like, I not only completed that degree, but I just went so much farther. Um, and so it was an experience being home at my HBCU. Uh, Y'all, it was amazing just to see so many of my sororers and frat brothers I'm so mad I missed the stroll. I'm going to blame JR. Um, you know, they did ice cream paint job. 
I was waiting all year for that song to come on so I can stroll with my bros, but I wasn't around when that when that song came on. I don't know where I was, probably being mixy on somebody else's plot, but yeah, I missed it, y'all. I missed my opportunity. Now I have to wait another 365 days in order to do ice cream paint job at homecoming, which is a mess. Uh, but yeah, but overall, other than that, it was really, really dope just to connect with everybody. I've been getting so many um, DMs and like connections just from people who, who we uh, reconnected from being on campus. And again, it's just amazing to see how good everybody looks. You at that age now, when people will see you, you'd be like, oh, you look good. Like, oh, we, we at that age now? Like, <laughs> we, we there now? So it was that type situation. But, um, but yeah, it was a dope experience. So... We're going to hop right into the hot off the press segment. Y'all know this is my favorite, favorite segment of the podcast. This is specifically where we talk about mental health in the news. And so we are not going to be on this episode too long because I definitely want to pay homage where it's due. And I kind of want to give it, allow that to allow this episode to be dedicated to that person. Um, and I don't want it to over be overshadowed by anything else. So unfortunately last week we lost the rapper takeoff, um, who was a member of the Migos and it literally has been a swarm of emotions ever since I found out, um, being a psychologist who works with predominantly like young adults and teenagers or what have you, like they've been having, you know, some, some feelings and emotions and being a, a psychologist at this time who's involved in the culture means acknowledging that like when celebrity deaths like this happen, our clients may be impacted. And so as a psychologist, I've definitely been feeling that, that weight uh, throughout this past week. Um, but for those of you who may not be aware I'm sorry, I didn't explain what Hot Off the Press was. So Hot Off the Press is where we talk about um, pop culture, we talk about mental health in the news and how we can apply psychological concepts to cultural events. And so uh, we're going to hop straight into that. So the evening of October the 31st, so if y'all remember, that was actually the night of Halloween. Um, One third of the group of the Migos uh, takeoff was taken from us. And so takeoff was tragically killed by a a gunshot wound. a lot of people were shocked. A lot of people feel um, hurt. A lot of people feel overwhelmed because it was something that was so unexpected. Uh, a lot of I was listening to the Joe Button podcast recently, and um, they were just talking about how the Migos are the legends. Like they're they're legends. He was going out on the limb and saying, "I'm going to say that the Migos are legends," and I would have to agree with him, even though like they are younger, even though they might have been newer on the rap scene, but. We've, we've literally watched their gift and their craft kind of like to grow and to be cultivated right before our eyes. And the fact that this young man's life was taken so young, like it's, it's so overwhelming to experience. It really is. Um, I don't know. JR, would you say the Migos are legends? Absolutely. I would definitely say that too. Because, go ahead. Yeah, like they changed the culture of rap music is what um, JR said, just in case y'all. Um, didn't hear him. But also, JR, like, you know, of course, when they first came out, people were saying they was mumble rappers, but that's like the flow now. Like, that's how people rap now. And, like, have y'all ever seen any, like, rappers who have that, like, style, but also, like, they be dancing, dancing. Like, <laughs> like it's it's crazy. Um, so I definitely agree with Joe Button, who, who said that. Um, and it's so unfortunate when, again, like, young people pass away. Um, but I think that the fact that he left his mark, 
Like people are seeing his, the legacy that he left here. I think that is what we hold on to. So today I want to talk a little bit about things that I've experienced when uh, learning about the death. At first I thought it was just, you know, something that somebody was reporting like a, a TMZ or um, you know, somebody else. I, I didn't know it was like actual facts and no shade to TMZ because my homegirl works there. Shout out to Lolo. Um, but I, I want us to kind of like break it down a bit and then kind of go into talking about how we cope with celebrity and influencer deaths and what that means for us and how we can kind of um, work toward that. All right. So first things first, when I heard about the tragedy, the, the incident that happened with Takeoff, um, the first thing that came to mind was, wow, I can't believe that that happened uh, to somebody so young, as well as, you know, keep in mind that not only um, wh who was with him at the time, Jr. was it? You said Quavo? Yeah, Quavo. So Quavo, his, his uncle, right? So Quavo was with him at the time. And so not only is this, you know, just tragic to see what happened to take off, but also Quavo, like real life trauma. That is traumatic to watch somebody die the way that he died right? To be, to be dead by a gunshot wound. And so in my mind as a psychologist, I automatically went into, wow, the, the traumatic experience that is to watch someone go through that turmoil. Um, you know, trauma is a real life thing. Trauma isn't something that is, I feel like it's one of those buzzwords over the past few years, but we don't realize how it, it impacts us. People are impacted by trauma, not only on a mental or psychological level, but it also changes how we, it can change how we function. It can change our, um, our biology, how our body reacts to certain reinforcers. I even saw, um, and you know, of course, I feel like Quavo could be traumatized from what he experienced, but not only that, I feel as though people in the hip hop community who were close to takeoff could also be traumatized. Why? Even though they're not, they may not have been physically present, vicarious trauma is a real life thing. And vicarious trauma is. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Basically, when I am traumatized based on what I see somebody else is going through, Right. I am traumatized by hearing about somebody else's deadly experience. And that causes trauma for me. And I think a lot of us over the weekend um, or over the past week, we saw so many rappers and influencer celebrities, people who were close to take off, um, just just pouring out their emotions and discussing how hurt they were. And I could literally feel the hurt. And I, I shed a tear watching um, designer designer was on live, like literally just bawling his eyes out. Like, did you see that, JR? Designer? 
Yeah. yeah, like, and that was a response to takeoff, right? Yeah, like stuff like that really, um, I'm generally an empathetic person, but seeing stuff like that really hurts my heart. And so, and that really opens up our eyes as to how not only were the people there, could they be traumatized, but also just learning about the death of their friend and how tragic and sudden it was, that can cause a vicarious type of trauma as well. Um, so that was just one of the things that my mind went to. Um, but also thinking about what we call like survivor's remorse, right? And survivor's remorse is basically when an individual begins to feel guilty or they begin to question why that wasn't me. I was standing right next to him or I could have been there or I should have been at that place at that same day and time. Why wasn't that me? Why did it have to be this person, right? Survivor's remorse is very common for individuals who might survive trauma or individuals who have been who are close to um, other people who experience the lived trauma or the, the trauma that may have caused death. Um, and so it's important to keep in mind, like that's one of the, the unfortunate realities of situations like this. So just thinking about how, and we, we're going to continue to pray a prayer of covering over the Migos, their family and everybody else, their friends, everybody who was being impacted by this, um, because I definitely feel as though survivor's remorse can definitely play a role in this, causing, even, causing the grieving process to be even more difficult and even more complicated. So that was just another place that my mind went. But also recognizing that from a, a reality-based um, area that there was some real life tension that was happening in the group prior to the death of takeoff the migos group had split up i want to say it's been has it been a full year jr i can't a couple months okay so it's been a couple months since um the migos split up it was three individuals uh takeoff quavo and offset and these individuals recently had some sort of um uh, turmoil or, or tension in the group and they, they split up, they went their different ways or whatever. And because there was, there was some, uh, like a sudden death that occurred while also this tension was happening, that can make the grieving process that much more difficult. That can make the grieving process that much more, um, impactful. And it really made me think about how, of course, like short life is and how sometimes like we have to put our own emotions and our own feelings, and our own egos aside in order to have difficult conversations with people, in order to resolve conflict, in order to resolve um, unspoken beef or tension or whatever, because we never know how long we have with our loved ones. We don't know how, you don't know how long you have with, you know, that person you stopped talking to. You don't know how long you have with that person who you completely X'd out of your life. Now, granted, um, if it was for a reason, I'm all for like boundary setting when it concerns our mental health. But if it's something that's reconcilable, like I would say we, we, it's time to put the petty stuff to the side and reconcile with our loved ones and our family members, because, you know, this situation really opened our eyes as to how temporary life is. The Bible even talks about how life is a vapor of smoke. And that's a metaphor about how it's here one minute and then it's gone the next. Right. And that's literally how we feel in this situation. Like we we were literally watching take off on Drink Champs on the podcast Drink Champs. We were literally watching him on Instagram posting his new music. Like we were literally just watching him post up even at the bowling alley um, prior to the incident. Like life is literally a vapor of smoke. So we really have to pay attention to how we're living our lives, um, resolve conflict that we might have 
uh, beef with in terms of like people who are surrounding us. And also like, this is the time to evaluate our relationship with God. Like at the end of the day, y'all know I'm a believer in Jesus and I'm always going to be that. And I feel as though no man knows the day or the hour of his time. Like there's absolutely no one on this earth who can say I'm going to die at this day in this time. Right. That's why we always have to make sure that we are ready. We may have to make sure that our hearts are um, prepared in order to to like because my ultimate goal, my ultimate goal is to hear well done, whether that is today or, you know, whenever the Lord decides to call me home. My goal is to hear well done. And I think situations like this helps us to kind of bring life more into perspective. Um, but I do want to talk more about coping with celebrity deaths, coping with celebrity deaths. Uh, so one of the reasons why I brought this up is because I, sometimes I hear people say things like, you know, why am I sad or I shouldn't even be crying because I didn't know that person when in fact that's not true. Right. So anytime we we um, we are we feel influenced by a celebrity or someone of influence, we feel influenced by that person because we feel like we know a part of them. They're putting their lives out there for us. They're putting their music, their art, uh, their, whatever they're producing, they're putting their that out there for us. Therefore, we're consuming it and therefore we feel like a part of us knows that person. So yes, there, there is a sense of, um, I feel like I have a relationship with that person, even though I've never officially established it. Right. And so it is normal to feel significant emotion. It's normal to feel like you're grieving, even though you may not have personally known takeoff or personally known any uh, person who may have, who may have, um, died tragically of the a celebrity influence. And so it's important, number one, not to invalidate your own feelings. Allow yourself to feel, recognize that this is hard for a lot of people. And you could be one of those people. You don't have to have a personal relationship with that person in order to be impacted. Number two, you want to make sure that when you're going through, when we're going through things like celebrity deaths, um, unfortunately there's been a lot of rappers who've been killed over the past few years. Um, recently it was takeoff, uh, uh, probably a month or so before that it was P and B rock. And unfortunately, because we live in the era of social media, the, anytime something happens, people are going to pull out their phone to record, right? No matter how traumatic the situation is. I was just talking to, um, someone, they were saying like how social media desensitized us to trauma. It's nothing for us to pull out a phone in order to record when someone is being shot or someone taking their last breaths, right? However, that can be very traumatic for us to see. It can be very traumatic for people to actually witness, to see um, someone struggling for their last breath. So when it comes to this situation, and if you want to like properly grieve and properly cope with the death of takeoff or you know other people who may have died, you want to make sure that you stay away from triggering images, triggering videos and photos, right? So posting, you know, a, a deceased person is in very poor taste anyway, but it can be very traumatic and very triggering for a lot of people and can trigger so many complicated emotions if you, you're scrolling on Instagram or you're scrolling on TikTok and then you run past that without expecting it. So that's why I say like, you know, it is okay to take a break while you're grieving from social media. I promise you, you're not going to miss anything. Everything is still going to be there, right? Everything will still be on social media for you to consume later. But I'm just going to encourage you to just take the time away that you need to, because I want to give you that time and you should give yourself that time to properly grieve. Lastly, it's important to remember the legacy. So, you know, we just talked about how 
with celebrity deaths, um, it, it's very difficult to to fathom it because again, like this is somebody who wasn't like you know sickly. This was a healthy 28 year old who was out minding his own business, and this situation tragically happened. So it's hard to and, and also these traumatic images and triggering images are on the internet for people to see. So I know some people are having a hard time getting those images out of their head, but I'm going to encourage you to remember him in the way that you like, remembering his legacy, remembering him being like the, the chill, laid back member of the Migos, the, the member of the Migos that was just real, like cool, calm and collected or whatever. Like, I think those are the memories that we want to continue to uphold and, you know, the music, right? The music that literally changed hip hop culture. Whether you listen to the Migos or not, whether you listen to hip hop or not, I'm pretty sure that you, you're you familiar with the culture that has been influenced by the Migos. So I'm going to encourage you to keep that legacy alive and to make sure that you're paying attention to that. So those are my three tips and strategies for how to manage celebrity deaths. Like I said, this was a shorter episode because I wanted to definitely pay homage and just give take off the whole episode and dedicate this episode to him. I'm going to end this last, um, the episode with this last little point, And it is a scripture coming from Ephesians six and 12. It says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of the world, against spiritual. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. this in high places, and y'all, I cannot tell you that it it feels very eerie that there's been so many deaths of rappers over the past few years. Like literally, take off PNB Rock. Like before that, like there there have been plenty of rappers who have been gunned down um, and even robbed, right? And I think that there there has to come a time of uh, spiritual maturity that. We have to make sure that we're not just seeing this from a carnal perspective. Like, yes, people are um, like sometimes evil when they do evil things, but also, okay, what's influencing the person and recognizing that like this is this could be a spiritual attack. This could be spiritual warfare and how to properly pray and to cover you, your family, your your friends, like especially if you have family and friends and relatives in this industry um, in the hip hop industry, because we know that they've been targeted lately. So we're going to continue to uplift the Migos and them, their friends and family and surrounding people up in prayer. Um, but that is those are my thoughts for today. Uh, I love y'all. Take care. And try your best to grieve in the best way that you know how. And remember that you have the power to create the emotions that you want to experience. God bless. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles? And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.